boys screws loose, they done stripped the bolts on them. Should have never sent them to pick up the work for them. Sprayed the park and had my shit inside the car. Marcus Smart Boy was shooting with a 36 on him. Said if he wasn't in a rush, they was all goners. Take cursive on the jets, hello, he was going to Welcome back to another episode of Chuddy's Corner, a special Halloween episode of Chuddy's Corner, may I add. You'll, if you're watching along on the stream, you'll see us in our finest costumes. I'm your host, Ben Handler, a.k.a. King Chuddy, a.k.a. Chuddy Healed, a.k.a. Chuddy Holly. Joined, as always, for my game recap by my good friend Douglas, Douglas Outs. What's going on, Doug Outs? Not much. I'm just looking at myself here in the uh, the video, thinking I should have probably gone with this look from the start. I think I'm kind of killing it right now. We'll be back yeah. to the glory days. Yes, you're really outdoing me on the costume department. I got to give you that. Uh, <laughs> it's easy when with when you're bald. All you got to do is throw on a wig, and you've already like won the costume. The novelty never gets old. That's true. I guess no one knows if this is real hair, or facial hair, or not. So maybe I'm actually more costumed out. <laughs> well, this is our uh, first ever Halloween episode, so happy Halloween to everyone. It's uh, another holiday tonight. That would be, of course, Sports Equinox. Great night of sports. Yes. we got Monday Night Football, World Series, massive basketball slate. i got crunch time on in the background, and uh, there's some NHL hockey games going on as well. Good stuff. So, it's Monday, October 30th. It's almost 10 p.m. on the East Coast. The Celtics just absolutely took the Wizards out behind the woodshed. 126-107, I believe, was the final. Honestly, it was not that close. Celtics got up 40-14 to in the first quarter, led by, I think, as many as 37. And honestly, after, like, the first TV timeout, this was just never a close game at all. Yeah. Um, we will it recap this. Just shit-pumping through at least, the, through at least <laughs> three quarters. Yeah, for the uh, definitely for the quote-unquote competitive part of the game, um, if there even was one. But... Before we get into it, as always, uh, follow, subscribe to the pod, Chuddy's Corner. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can, of course, interact with us on Twitter. I'm at King Chuddy. He's at Doug, D-O-U-G underscore out. The show is at Chuddy's Match Corner. that follow button. Yes, absolutely. Get at us. We want the interaction. We're dying for it. We will definitely uh, talk you up on the pod if you, if you give us some good interaction. You can find everything on the site, nickperino.com. Also, your home for all your realty needs. All right, so let's get into it. Um, there's really no hot takes. There's not much you can even take away from this game. My Honestly, my main takeaway from this is just that the Wizards absolutely suck. They might be the worst team in the entire NBA. Uh, they weren't even they, playing like what resembled basketball. That was pretty much just a pickup game. They're just all a walking uh, heat check every. <laughs> yeah, it's that was yeah, what I was exactly. most about. It's just every every single time that yeah. someone got the ball, they just felt like it was their turn to uh, put the whole team on their back, and they were just launching some pretty funny yeah. shots, having some pretty great uh, takes to the hoop. Uh, great as in to to watch from a kid's perspective, not uh, great as in good uh, basketball <laughs> few plays, but yeah. it's just like a walking heat check. It did, like you said, a ba- it's like a pickup basketball game. Yeah, um, they. No semblance of like a coherent strategy on offense or defense. A lot of that is coaching. A lot of that is just by design that this was be bad. I mean, it really it was kind of jarring to think like this is what you're used to seeing when there's you know the the doldrums of the season. The team has 20 games left and they've just thrown in the towel. Like this is the third game of the year, and five minutes <laughs> into this game, it was like these guys don't even want to be here. Um, and their starting center Daniel Gafford was out, so they went with a lineup of like all wing players and guards. Uh, Porzingis looked like you know. 
me playing against my students at recess. Uh, all yeah. of the starters basically just took turns. Like, all right. But I mean, it looked like kind of like just an intense walkthrough or practice. Uh, we were just having their way with them. They're just such an unserious team. Like I said, I really, it's hard for me to any really glean like anything meaningful. I was trying to dig into like what we were doing strategically. And it's just like, oh, this is, this is just barely even basketball. Yeah. They were, it was just bully ball pretty much the whole entire way through. Um, like you said, their center was out. Um, which I didn't realize until later on in the game because I was just wondering how uh, we were just Porzingis was just towering over everybody. Kuzma um, was their center. Was like I know he's kind of tall, but I mean he's he's essentially like a two big wing. Um, yeah, they didn't have anyone who like actually Porzingis just put their hand up and they were just feeding it into him, and it was just yeah. it was it was pretty much just a massacre the whole entire way through. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, it was, and honestly, I I mean this in all sincerity. I'm actually like happy for Wizards fans because this is so long overdue. They've spent years toiling as like chasing mediocrity in the eighth seed dating back to like the John Wall era. Uh wasted pick after wasted pick. And it's like honestly, finally it looks like they actually have a plan to completely tank and like blow it up. So maybe they can actually be good in the future because whatever they've been doing the last decade or so was not working. So this is gonna be an extremely ugly season, but hopefully this is the start of like an actual plan moving forward. Yeah, and, and the thing is they do have uh you know I think Jordan Poole's having kind of the butt of a lot of jokes. Um, but I think he, he is a talented player, at least offensively. Like some of the, it kind of reminds me of kind of a little bit built at the uh, Swaggy P sort of uh, same cloth as Swaggy P. Like, <laughs> like there, there's definitely some stuff. And then who was the other? Was it, is it Tyus Maxwell or? Tyus Jones, who I Tyus actually Jones, think is good. Tyus Jones. He, he, he had some pretty decent like shots and some decent takes. So, it's like there is there, – I'm sure that there will be some nights for Wizards fans where it might be a little bit exciting. They might have something to kind of be be looking at. But, yeah, overall, uh, they're definitely just in a total rebound. I'd be surprised if either one of those guys, especially Poole, ends up playing for the majority of the season. Um, I think they'll play just because they need stats. And, like, Poole, they have all – like you said, they're all just, like, bucket getters, but they're not. Tyus Jones is the only guy who, like, contributes to winning. I mean, Poole will probably at the end of the year have great stats, and they'll be the emptiest stats you'll ever see. Um, it, it's even, fun, it's fun to watch in like a defense, not no defense like whatsoever. Good basketball sense, like it's just like a entertaining, like laughing at it. Yeah, um, way to way to play. It's. Pretty... I mean, he had they had one play in the beginning of the game where the game was again somewhat still competitive. It was the, early in the first quarter, and Poole just dribbled down and did like a no look, like spin around, turn around into a three, and Porzingis just like swatted the shit out of it. It was just like, oh yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, I know that play. I think um, I retweeted that that video at that point because it was just like it was pretty intense. I mean, they went at him right away. I think um, he was. I think he was either covering. I think maybe Tatum too, and even uh, yeah. Oh. So it was just saying like, "Good luck." Like it was pick your poison. I mean, they don't have any good defenders and they don't have any size. So, like I said, it was really like I mean, Jalen obviously had the huge night statistically and was absolutely burying threes. But it was like, okay, now give it to Tatum. Let him get his work in. Okay, let's. Let's work for Zingas in the post. Let's get him get his work. Like, Holiday, oh, don't forget about Drew. Drew, take your turn. Like, you can go score a few points, make some plays. Like, I mean, again, I think that was as close as you're going to get to, like, a scrimmage in an NBA game. Uh, those guys, like I said, they have no plan. I mean, their plan is obviously a tank, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, it was good. It them. was good to see. And, again, it, it's the Wizards, so you can't get too far ahead of yourself. I know people are going to say, oh, it's just the Wizards, but it was good to see Jalen. Um, finally have just a kind of explosive offensive game. Uh, he he went off. He had, I think, seven threes in the first half. Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's just obviously a Jalen fan. It's good to see that. I think uh, there was 
you know, just overall, there wasn't really so many of those bonehead plays. He definitely did have a few few plays where it's kind of like, all right, like he was almost heat checking himself. But again, at that it definitely point, was with the lack of competitiveness in the game. Anyway, you can't be too upset about that. And the whole game was was essentially a heat check. Like, and the Wizards again weren't doing anything on defense. So it's just like, yeah, why not? Everyone has a mismatch. Everyone had an open shot. I mean, again, when the game was like pseudo competitive, I think we started off with like. The first eight possessions, we just got, like, a wide-open look. We ran, like, a tiny bit of offense, made, like, one dribble, one, like, drive, one cut, one pass, and it was just, like, look like the Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so have, I can't remember the exact play, but I have just back to Jordan Poole, one point him trying to get by Drew Holiday. Um, oh, I, just, yeah. I just wrote, LOL, Jordan Poole trying to get by Drew. Um, it was around, like, the yeah. seven or eight-minute mark into the in the game, so or seven minutes left, so about four minutes into the game. Uh, it was, you could just kind of see exactly which way the wind was blowing with this one. Yeah, I mean, he was getting worked by White. He was getting worked trying to drive on a pool. I mean, a Brown on on Holiday. Like it, it didn't really matter. It was just zero resistance from the Wizards. Um, I mean, again, that lineup they played was pure comedy. The closest thing until garbage, garbage time. Like when they're I mean, whatever you consider their real rotation tonight. Like the closest thing they played to a big guy is Gallinari who we know is really not a big guy at all. And I mean, I felt Gallinari, bad for Gallinari. He, I, I would have felt He bad was excited for, for that game. Crap. He was out for blood and he just had such a bad game. No. Was, yeah, well, that's just not the geek could do, obviously. But uh, it was silly that he said he had some kind of grudge against the Celtics, said he had this one circled on his calendar. Uh, I don't know why. He'll <laughs> probably want to throw away that calendar. When he gets I, yeah, but again, he's and, in there playing center. And I mean, he, I know he's like 6'10", but... He can't really move. He can't jump. Like it's just like. Yeah, I, 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 I don't really. I guess I don't really have any real reason to feel bad for the guy, except that he played. He was on our team for that last year, but um, obviously, like I just for him to stay at it circled, and then I don't think did he have a point? I, I don't think he had a. Point. Maybe he might have made yeah, a couple free throws or something. Not quickly, but not until they were down. Reason, I was kind of like you know we're up like almost forty. I'm thinking. All right, give give Gallinari just one three, just let him have that at least. And he just couldn't get it. I felt felt no, really I mean, bad. He's, Gallinari. he's washed. I mean, amongst a team of guys who are washed, he is definitely washed. But washed. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. I guess, like you said, to see if those guys are like available. Like, I think Tyus Jones is someone who could definitely like help a contender at the deadline. Um, or are they going to want to hold on to these guys? Like, I don't think they're building anything around like Cool Kuzma, Tyus Jones, but. Those are all like by themselves. Well, what do you I players? Mean, they, traded, they traded for Pool. Was that just strictly to tank? Because didn't he just sign a contract? Does he have like three or four yeah. years left? Uh, yeah, it's a really bad contract. I think. I think right. it is essentially so a trade for that. Um, no, unless he plays. I mean, he plays well enough, and we see how these contracts go up every year. Give it two years, maybe that'll be appealing. And in the meantime, I think you know they still need to pay someone and need someone to to play <laughs> and like. I can see like him getting like, traded to the uh, Lakers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that just seems like something no. they would do. He's like the idea guy, ideal lead guard for a team that wants to absolutely suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like their rookie Bilal Koulibaly, who uh, played, of course. Was that the guy with the really long arms? Yeah, he played on the yeah. same team as Wemby in France. Uh, lottery pick who looks like he might actually be decent, but I mean, the rest of that Wizards team, and you think. How many years in a row they've been in like the mid to low lottery, and just none of those guys are Advia, Kisper, Johnny Davis. The guys are all just like not great. Bad fans. <laughs> so, not I mean, good. like I said, as much as I was making fun of them, I'm actually like, if I was a fan of them, I think I'd be happy that, like, okay, we're finally blowing this the hell up because 
they they've been clinging to like we could we could make a push for the eight seed for like eight years in a row. And it's like, please just stop. So, like yeah. I said, as much as I'm making fun of them, I think this is probably the best uh, strategic move the organization has made in a while. Sadly, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it definitely was definitely uh, pretty much on display there in aptitude. Yeah. Um, what did you think um, they had? So we're going to, we'll talk about the bench probably in a little bit later on, but they had Pritchard come in first off the bench. Um, mm-hmm. That was a little bit, I felt like that was like a little bit early. He came in for so, Tatum. What do you again, think? Why, why'd they take Tatum out so early? So again, like, well, I think the Tatum thing is by design. They did that last game too, where they want Tatum to come out first because all the bench players without Tatum is still really good. And then Tatum comes back in with all the bench players, which is also really good. Um, so, I mean, that strategy makes sense. Again, like I said, I was trying to write stuff down, but I can't even take a ton away from like what was happening tonight because of the bizarre circumstance. Like again, why was Pritchard the first guy off the bench? I mean, last, first game was Cornette, last game was Brissett. This game yeah. was Pritchard. I think it's just as they were playing like five guards. I think it's they didn't have their biggest guy. They, you know, they had three two point guards, a shooting guard, and two small forwards out there. So I think. Again, like I was trying to make note of who was coming in and out, and again, like Luke Cornett didn't play until, well, yeah, like, got to until a the land. Yeah, obviously at the end, but in terms of the first three quarters, where I think we were playing like our what would have been our rotations, Cornett didn't play. But again, they weren't playing a center, so it's like why <laughs> would you put in Cornett? So I mean, again, things like that. And I was watching how we were playing defense, and like we were switching a lot. So I was like, especially when Al came in for Przingis, I was like, this is interesting. We're switching again so much, but then I'm like. Again, it's because they have five guards. So, like, who cares if Porzingis is guarding Pool or Tides or who is, like, you know what I mean? It almost doesn't matter. So, it's hard for me to say if stuff was even strategic or just responding to, like, what the hell are the Wizards doing? I did like that it seemed like we were using this opportunity to just completely mess around. I saw some zone in there. Uh, I thought it was hilarious that at the start of the second when we were already up like 44 to 19 we came out in a 2-2-1 full court oh that was awesome we got two quick turnovers too like like it was so ruthless and joe (laughs) is an absolute psycho but that is like perfect opportunity to practice stuff like that they're practicing zone more switching like stuff that you know maybe we'll never see again it was a little weird but if ever there's a time i was so far in that zone (laughs) yeah no and i mean they with the guards they have like white holiday obviously brown if he's playing guard and we're playing big or even pritchard off the bench it's like tenacious those are all like great guys to press with so yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully they're practicing this stuff because they're going to use it later. But, I mean, like yeah, I said, compared to our first two games, which felt like almost like playoff type intensity, this was like a walk. I know. I felt like, like the first idiot looking at my notes now. You just said that. I'm kind of like, Jesus, why was I? I was just putting a bunch of yeah. stupid uh, shit down. I like, think my notes stopped like midway through the second. I was just like, why am I even writing this? My <laughs> just like single like word, just like, like, I don't know what, but I just wrote like very bad. I think at one point, I don't know <laughs> who I was talking about, but they did start to definitely kind anyone. of like uh, take sort of like a dive down as far as like they're informative and the, eff- the effort put in. Yeah, them. they definitely lost their discipline. But I mean, again, it's hard to blame them when they were up by 35 points. Well, I'm you... at my notes. I was talking about my notes. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, so, the... I mean, well, the team the sure did too, but <laughs> I think it applies to everyone involved, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could tell, like, halfway, started the third quarter, you could tell, especially the Celtics starters knew, like, all right, we're getting done. They were just trying to get their stats. Like, 
Tatum made sure he got his in the third quarter. Brown had obviously already gotten his. Everyone, like I said before, was kind of just taking their turns, getting up, because they're like, all right, we're going to be done. But, I mean, this is exactly what we said we wanted. Took care of business against an awful team. Uh, Brown played 31 minutes. I think they gave him a little extra run just because he was so hot. They probably wanted to see if he could get, like, 40 or 50 or 10-3, something crazy like that. But everyone else, I mean, Porzingis played, like, 23 minutes. I think Tatum was... 26, 27, everyone else, uh, Al only played like 15 minutes. So, I mean, that's exactly what we wanted. They big guys basically played half a game, got some cardio, got some shots. Uh, hopefully Brown got into a bit of a rhythm, but like nothing crazy that are going to take away from that other than, you know, always good to make it through a game, get a win, get a, get out of there with no injuries. Like. Yeah. And not play down. I mean, there was an opportunity yeah. to oh, play yeah. down to them. Like that was something I was a little worried about going in and it was pretty clear within two minutes that that wasn't going to be the case in this game. I think their coach called a timeout in the first, like, minute and a half. I mean, he was trying. God bless him, Wes Unsell Jr. And it's, again, like, I can't even – I wanted to rip on Wes Unsell Jr. And then I was like, I can't even tell if he's a good coach. Like, how can you even tell if he's a good coach or not? Like, you what can't. do you want the guy to do? He doesn't have a big man. He just doesn't um, have anyone who's playing defense. I mean, the, it's just it's just a tough spot, like I said, for the Wizards. Um, on a personal note, maybe you and I should look into uh, – Celtics at Wizards tickets later in the season might be. I, I said that same exact thing during the game. I was like, it, it might even be cheaper <laughs> to sure go travel down to DC to see them yeah. play. Zip a zip a train ride down to yeah. DC or something, and yeah, that's a, not a bad idea. I'm not opposed that uh, Chuddy's corner takes the hits the road. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Maybe we see if uh, hit up a bar, see if they'll host us for a live live show, or just do some man in the street afterwards, something like that. Definitely can do that. Also, fans in there. I think we'll find plenty of Celtics fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while we're on the coaching, it's not the Wizards coaching staff, but it's our own. Um, mm. One thing I did notice, and again, hard to take a whole off of this game, but I have just sort of noticed even in the other games, uh, it feels like the coaching staff just, I don't know, it might be that I'm just kind of, I still am just a little sour over the guys that just like booked it right away for email last year. I think that that kind of explains some of the dysfunction you'd sometimes see with the team. But this year, I feel like the coaching staff, it's obviously a much better coaching staff. But they just seem more, like, involved. Like, it doesn't look like it's just always Joe doing the talking. There's always guys kind of, like, off to the side, whether they're talking to Cassell or Charles Lee or, or whoever. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. It's three games in. I might be just kind of nitpicking and looking for <laughs> things to fill some airtime. But it does feel like uh, – like, I, I just – I was so disgusted when those guys fled for Ime. It just made me well, think – I mean, who really did, like – So, I don't – I don't know. I don't look at it kind of the same way. I guess in most pro sports, like – you hire a coach, and usually that coach like hires his coaching staff to work with him. Like it's yeah, pretty yeah. standard that a coach oh, yeah. has his own guys. So I mean, I think it was, I think it was more of a mutual thing than saying like those guys ran away. Like Ime handpicked those guys to be his assistant, and I think the Celtics wanted Joe to pick his own assistant too. Like it was well, kind of yeah, awkward. I, I think it just, I don't know. Maybe it, it, I was just sour the way the season ended. Maybe it just felt like uh, that's the kind of thing that, in my opinion. Like, if everyone knows that those guys are leaving at the end of the year anyway, even if it is, you know, the nature of the business, I think that, that I don't know, yeah. it kind of has some effect. Oh. I feel like now the coaches, everyone is sort of, everyone's in it for the team. Hmm. And I think. I mean, first of all, yeah. I totally agree with you on the coaching. I love the coaching staff this year, and I've been hammering home that that's, like, a huge, huge part of the season this year Bench. is, uh, yeah, the revamped coaching staff. No, I mean, that's awesome. I just, I don't think it's, like, really a knock on the guys we had last year. I think it's, we just, like, didn't have a lot of guys last year. I mean, again, we lost Will Hart. The, the, the thing that probably hurt the most was honestly Will Hardy. The guy, is that the guy assistant. who left the No. So Will Hardy is was our was our lead assistant to Ime, 
he got poached away by Danny, by Danny Ainge, to be the head coach in Utah Dang. right before the E-May news dropped. Who was so that? Oh, Stoudemire. Damon Stoudemire is who we lost to Georgia Tech in the middle of the year. So last year, it was more than just that our coaching staff was completely depleted, like that we had a few guys left over, but they weren't like the lead assistant type. And I mean, obviously they were never Joe's guys. So whatever. I mean, the past is the past. I think we all knew the coaching staff, again, just having the guys that we wanted in there, guys with some experience, uh, guys with pedigree and guys who've had a full off season, a full training camp, you know, to, to get into the job. Like that's a, that's a huge deal. Um, and I mean, again, now look at our chief rival in the East, the Bucks, who a, we, you know, they obviously have a brand new head coach in Griffin after they fired Bud who is now in, in his first year as a head coach, then we poached their lead assistant, Charles Lee, who was Bud's main assistant, is now our main assistant. And the guy they hired to be their main assistant, Terry Stotts, who's obviously been a head coach in the NBA for almost two decades and had a great relationship and was Damian Lillard's head coach in Portland for like five years. He quit. He got in like a fight with the new coach. Seemed like they got in like a power struggle stayed off in practice. And he quit like three days before the season started. The box for the box? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I feel like that's flying under the radar. Like, they're now a team with coaching staff, major, major turmoil. So, I mean, again, you never really know with these young guys. Well, they got uh, absolutely smoked by the Hawks last night. They did. Uh, they're smoking the heat right now. But, nah, yeah, I did have that in my Around the League notes for the end of the episode. But uh, right, just we'll something save, interesting. We'll save that for them. The, the Celtics coaching staff, though, is, is such a massive upgrade this year. And all of that to be said with even just Joe having a full year of experience and a full offseason, a full training camp as the head coach, where, I mean, he was obviously thrust into such an impossible situation last year. He was far from great, but uh, it's just nice to see him. He just seems so much more like he belongs and like he's a real coach and he's yeah. comfortable versus last year. It was like, oh, my God, like, who is this guy who's now, like, in this crazy position? Um, what do you think? Uh, at one point, Abby Chin mentioned that uh, Drew Holiday and Derek White have a uh, – they have, like, a season-long bet for who's going to get the most blocks. What uh, who? Excuse me. Who are you taking to win that one? Who who do you got? Or what do you think? Um, or what do you, do you think? Like the Vegas odds are going to be like for who wins or whatever. Um, I think Holiday will get some public action just because so many more people know him. But I think like any sharp Derek White should be at least like minus two hundred five to minus two twenty for that. He's yeah. uh he's the master when it comes to shot blocking from a guard. And also, I think Abby even quoted Drew, and he was probably somewhat joking, but it is true where he's like. No, I'm too old to be chasing blocks like that. <laughs> it's true. He's more going to be crafty. He'll he'll get the strips on the big guy before they go up. So maybe Drew will have more steals, but I think White will have more blocks. But uh, they're both more than capable, as they've already proven on numerous occasions this year. We have five guys, each with a block today, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think Tatum was the only one of uh, the stars that didn't have one. Uh, and then the yeah. was the guy off the bench that had one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, you can tell the team well, could have been out. The paint, it's just, it's not that they, they haven't think twice about it again. This game was just kind of an anomaly in itself. It didn't, didn't exactly stop the Wizards from still going into the paint to try some stupid <laughs> shit, but um, yeah, that was at least entertaining. Yeah, no, I mean, really, uh, I don't know, honestly, not much else to say like about this game. Like I said, I yeah. think you just, uh, I have, I have took I care have of business. More. I have one small. If, if, if I mean, yeah. you're right. There's probably a whole lot of that, but I do. Uh, I got. I got some things to say about that fourth quarter. I don't know. Yeah, if no, we could definitely rip through like small notes. I just think on the whole, like th- that kind of sums up the game. Um, everyone was just kind of feeling themselves, and we just absolutely laid the smack down. So it's good to see. Well, per- perfect segue to my next rant here. 
Everyone was feeling themselves except Hauser and Pritchard, who then in the fourth quarter get an opportunity to basically play the whole fourth quarter as like the guys, right? And they still just stunk up the joint. Uh, I, I'm officially, I'm not hitting the panic button. It's three games in, but I have my hand hovering over it. Uh, Pritchard is, I mean, he, he was lights out in preseason. He's absolutely, they both just look like they're nervous, like the little uh, babes in the woods afraid of like what's going to come next. I was looking forward to that fourth quarter being an opportunity for them to kind of find their groove again, because I think sometimes when they're out there with the starters, I can see why it might be, you know, they might not want to be trying to do too much. But at that point, you're out there to basically run that offense. That offense looked awful. There was just like some awful shot. Ball was bouncing around everywhere. Uh, I think Pritchard was like over eight today or something like that. Yeah, just like in general. Uh, Hauser was three for 10. These guys, I, I don't know. They got to they gotta hit shots. I mean, if they don't get the opportunity, if they can't do it in that opportunity, um, it's just a little bit concerning. Granted, Pritchard had a lot of rebounds. Uh, they, they were doing other things okay, but um, just the way that that fourth quarter, the fact that it got as close as it did, uh, the fact that I almost jumped up the Celtics uh, minus 25 and would have been friggin' pissed off if I did do that. Uh, that, that, that whole, that whole, and I didn't expect a whole lot out of the other bench guys, but for those two uh, to have that opportunity to basically be like the Tatum and Brown of that bench, that whole fourth quarter, <laughs> so he stunk. And I think the whole rest of the group did. I do have yeah. one other point, and I'll get to it. I'll let you respond to that. But I have uh, that number 50 guy I want to circle back on once uh, if you have anything. Yeah, um, no, I mean, obviously the fourth quarter was ugly, and I like it, you know, when you said it got close, it did get down to 15. <laughs> so, bullshit. Yes. Which, I mean, for how close it was, that was kind of close. I guess kind of just the same way, like, I'm not going to go crazy excited about the good. I'm not going to flip out about the bad in such a weird game where I'm but sure it's kind of weird to come in down good. 40 and just be like, you know, you could say, like, oh, just play like the score is 0 0, but. It's not. Like, you know that you're just in there to, to waste away the time. So, I mean, they missed a lot of shots, obviously. But also, like, at the end of the day, we're looking for guys who are going to be able to come in and contribute in, like, big minutes and give us stretches. We're never going to need, like, Richard and Hauser to lead us. So, yeah, they didn't exactly put a great ball no, forward, they need, but they, I'm also they like, need, They didn't hit shots in the close games either. They, they haven't hit anything all year. They're terrible shooting so far. This it's game. true, but again, like, when the game was within question today or even when the main guys were playing, like, they were all playing so well and just taking their turns, and we were getting good shots and making good shots. So it was like we just straight up didn't need them until the game was over. Um, they didn't do a great job of salting it away, certainly. But like I said, I just <laughs> – it's just hard to glean much of anything from the situation where again, it's like our end of bench unit. Like the guys we have out there with those guys are basically a bunch of guys who were like assigned just to try to fit like a super specific role. And none of those guys should are ever going to be better than like a fourth or fifth option at best. I have no problem with the other bench guys being awful. Like I don't expect really much out of any of those guys. Mm-hmm. I just think just the, the fact but that I mean, Richard I and, part of it and Hauser that can't hit it's... anything, and they couldn't hit water from the side of a boat right now. They're, they're, they're awful shooting, and that's yeah. really all well, we need yeah. from them. Right. They're cold shooting, but, I mean, again, I just, like, I don't know. I know they can shoot, so I'm not, like, I don't know. I'm just not super worried Richard about it. I can't like it was the Drew League. And I dropped, was, too. he dropped, like, 80 points in a Drew League game or something like that? I think he had 100. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So, <laughs> why couldn't yeah. he just treat it as, like, a Drew League game? Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think, like, there's just no real reason to get upset about that. 
I can uh, tell. Question two, number 50. Uh, that guy looks like he's got a little bit of like, uh, I don't know, you know who I'm talking about? Is uh, 50 is Svi? Is that Svi Mikhail? Yeah, okay. That guy looks like he's got a little bit of uh, like Khabib in him. Is he like Dagestan? I think he's Ukrainian. Oh, all right. Never mind. Other side of the uh, other side of the <laughs> yeah. Fence. He went to Creighton though. My apologies. My to apologies to Sky. <laughs> yeah, Svi. Svi. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I he mean, had he's... one. He had that one shot he had was pure as fuck. He he's a hell of a shooter. He's oh, a really shit. good shooter. Who's this yeah. guy? Good college player, good shooter, sneaky big. I mean, he's a guy who, if, if Hauser gets bad, I can see Speed getting a shot at the Hauser role. But uh, I'm he's, already pr- he's pretty limited. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we basically college? need one guy, Creighton. Oh, love it even more. Yeah, he had some good moments. He's, he's like a, he's a very good college player. So yeah, um, I don't hate. Yeah, him. I mean, I think that that's pretty much like you said. There's not a whole lot. I, I got a few other things that I think could kind of be a take for any game. Um, Celtics twenty four and one when Tatum and Brown both scored thirty plus points. Yeah, well, obviously they got, the they right got there, there about. I time. think Brown was there almost at halftime, and Tatum got there about halfway through the third. So finished yeah. with thirty what sixty nine combined. I think Brown at thirty six. Yeah, nice, nice, very nice, very nice. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got uh, Brissett had a wicked ugly air ball. That's uh, one of the main. Brissett's not a not a jump shooter. He's a he's a do everything. <laughs> he's a do everything else Ooh. guy. Just if yeah. he had a shot, he'd be really uh, good. <laughs> yeah, that point shooter was two for fifteen to start the fourth. Yeah, yeah, it was minutes. ugly. Uh, Lamar Stevens made a few shots. That's the funniest thing: Washington was three for six. We were t- it's like so we were getting plenty of shots. Uh, we just, just we were fouling a lot. It felt like too. But, I mean, but, but it's uh, just funny. It was funny the contrast watching that fourth quarter was like every guy in the Celtics is some like cast off undrafted guy who were just like dying to be our fifteenth man. And the five guys out for the Wizards were all guys with like lottery or first round pedigrees who just like suck, <laughs> but we're like good. You're supposed to be good at least. So yeah. it's a funny, yeah, funny I mean, combination of players out there. I don't know if there's a whole lot more to add. I don't know if you want to do your uh, around the league minute. Give us a little breakdown. Of anything that's going on around the league? I know you got the league pass going there. Yeah, um, nothing really. Uh, I I haven't digested all that's gone on tonight. A lot of good games, but nothing too crazy. The Bucks. It got interesting. They were killing the Heat. They're only up eight now, but it looks like three minutes left. They're probably going to close it out. But, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say the Bucks last night, you mentioned it earlier, they got smashed by the Hawks. Lillard only had six points, and I think he had uh, fraud more than six turnovers, and he was like a minus 29. So yeah. I think it just uh, it goes to show, like, A, they don't have a lot of players, and, uh, you know, Lillard, Lillard is attackable. So, you know. I think we're probably going to bring up the Bucks a lot this year. That's a team I'll be watching for obvious reasons. That that you know just seems like our chief competition uh, in the East, if not the you know one of the one of our chief competitors across the entire NBA. So that's something I'll kind of be keeping an eye on all year. That was did super I get interesting. Uh, did I get Twitter duped or uh, like by one of those like just weird pages? Someone had like a quote that Lillard was like. This is just another game. I'm not looking at it like this is the team I'm supposed to be playing for. Is that a, was that a real quote that I could do? Because that is a fucked up quote if that's real. It was about like one the of those like NBA Central, not NBA Central, like one of those. Did do you, you see that at all? Yeah, he said it about the Heat. You mean right? Yeah, he yeah. actually said that. I think so. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm I think he was to be asked, a play of this he was asked specifically fuck? about it. So I think there's there's some more context to it, but yeah, it was yes. definitely a little weird. I mean, the whole situation is a little weird, obviously, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll, you know everyone kind of move on from that. Um, otherwise, I mean, no, just great start to the season. So much great action on every night. Um, 
super excited about it, except the uh, <laughs> the resting and load management is already already hilarious. And the Suns are so soft. I, I, after they well, after the NBA made a brigade, I'll be interested to see if they actually like do anything. I mean, I'm not sure how much they can do, but it's funny right. that you've got teams just blatantly second game of the year, and they're like, no, we're just resting. We're not even trying to protect having, uh, anything else. Hasn't Booker and uh, Beal sat out the last like, two games? Beal hasn't played yet. Um, he didn't play the first game? No. Dude, that they I fucking hate. You know how I feel about <laughs> Yeah. The that, that's the smallest team in the league. Yeah. Well, they, it might be. Um, the Booker thing I was joking was almost like, I think the second, he played the first game, looked great. Um, dominated. Then apparently he was, he had, was out the second game, and I think then he, he missed out. the second game. Right. I'm thinking the third game was more of like a oh shit. We we don't want it to look like it's a rise. You know when you yeah, when yeah, you yeah. want to milk the sick thing. The old double bag out. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what that was for Booker yeah. on that one. I'm um, very but yeah, with it is just out. hilarious to me. And I, like Embiid the other night, he ended up playing, but he was questionable for and the and it wasn't questionable with the injury. It was questionable rest. So, yeah. which I, I've never seen that. Before. He did, yeah. but I've just never seen that in my life. Like questionable rest. Like he has Basically. decided if he needs like is he? We don't know if he'll be able to wake up from a nap. Like what does that even mean? I've just never <laughs> questionable rest. I mean, like, that makes perfect of. sense to me. I understand. <laughs> We're all questionable. <laughs> At the end of the day, I have like a questionable rest tag for like basically any anything <laughs> after like four p.m. Yeah. I'm basically you just, dinner time questionable. You just don't see that on a on an NBA injury report. Awesome, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything else or is that? Uh, I mean, like I said, this was not a whole lot. So no, that was really it. The only other thing I want, I thought uh, Drew Carter was good for his first time out. I thought he's he just is a natural fit. His voice oh, is just yeah. so Hold smooth. On. I, I have a Drew Carter note. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I did think he was. I did think he was good. That was a good test, being a huge blowout. Yeah, but I think no, that there was one. He did a good job yucking it up. I thought it sounded natural. Yeah, I think, that, that, I think this duo has a lot of potential. Shit, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I. I don't know if I can. I don't want to just sit here. Terrible radio. <laughs> if I'm just sitting here saying nothing. Oh, well, um, well first of all, where the fuck were do they? Do they do the play by play from like the rafters in, in DC? They showed them before the they half. Were, uh, yeah, they were, I think, in some like box, in some box, like right under the but then, uh, the bike, right? yeah. uh, Carter had he's like said something like, uh, I guess tomorrow is a holiday, and Scal's like, is it? And he goes, I don't know. He just thought that was kind of a funny moment. So I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Is it tomorrow? They did have some good back and forth. Or I guess it's, yeah, it's Halloween, I guess. Halloween. I think they were trying to talk Halloween, and yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't really Okay. Funny. I didn't even realize I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a Halloween costume. Like, I'm pleased. Yeah, please right. Um, all right, yeah. Yeah, the only oh, one other thing here, uh, we keep coming back to this uh, t- technical flopping thing, but I was watching a game last night. And there was, I want to say it was like Kings Lakers. It's it's not really important, but anyway, one of the guys like basically tried to sell a, like a push off near the three point line, and he went flying, like fell on his ass, like slid across the court. The ref, it was just a no call. But they played on, but it got me thinking. Like now that you have that rule in place, it's like all right, if a guy falls like that, he either got fouled or he flopped. It's like you can, it has to be one or the other. Like, how do you well, not call? Said, they put one more subjective thing in the ref's hands. They'll fuck it's it up. It's silly. As I feel like I'm gonna have a new take on this every night. But it was funny having me thinking. It's like, well, what are you? You're the ref. You're standing right there. He either either you think he flopped or he got knocked out. Like he went flying. You can't. It has to be one or the other. Like those two rules now exist. So yeah. it's just like every play is either every play when a guy falls, it's either like flopping or it's a foul. <laughs> this league. Um, 
this week. It's the best. God love it. You got anything else, or is that are we are we a wrap? I think we can call it a night nice and early on that one. Uh, nice seas win, move to three and zero. Back Wednesday against the Pacers should be a little first more time game. back to back three and zero season since nineteen seventy seven. That's the stat. I did hear Drew Carter mention that. Yeah, um, I mean, great. <laughs> Sounds good. First place in the East, first place in the NBA, three and zero. Indiana's up next. I think that'll be fun. Uh, nice, fun, young, up and coming team. They play very fast. Uh, it'll be a good, fast-paced game. They always play us well, too. It'll be, a, I think, a little bit more of a test, maybe, than you think. Anything will be a test after tonight. So, uh, yeah. yeah, looking forward to it on Wednesday. Get some rest. See you all Wednesday. Uh, I might be rocking the same outfit. I kind of like what we got going we'll here. see. If it works, it works. Thanks. Thanks for joining us.